three wise kings and their stupid presents. One person that was waiting for presents was Herod, king of Israel. He took it very badly indeed that these guys had given gold and who knows what else to some random baby rather than to him, the king. Pompous git, he already had so much gold he didn't know what to do with it. I got a prayer by SMS. Please, God, Herod is going to kill all of the firstborn children of Israel. Do something. I dropped my toast and jam. What? What does this craze kings have for solving their problems by killing children? Are they dumb or something? Quickly, I said to Joseph and Mary, flee to Egypt to save the baby. Right, you'll say to me. So what if Herod kills Jesus? He'll resurrect, won't he? Yes. But a resurrected baby hasn't got a lot to say. It's way too early. I think that when there's a doubt, best not kill babies, whatever the circumstances. Jesus wasn't an easy child. Very quickly, he became crazy for the trade of his father, working in wood. I found that good. It kept him busy. But when he got old enough, I reminded him that, after all, he was the son of God and that he had to spread the good word. But then he ghosted me. Thus, I went to see him in person, (laughs) coughed and said, Jesus, those are really nice chairs. Great work. Is that pine? Actually, Jesus, excuse me, but I didn't send you down on the earth to invent Ikea. You're the son of God, after all. Don't you want to perform a few miracles? Jesus didn't lift his eyes. He was making a stool, and he said, No, Dad, my destiny is furniture. Adolescent crisis, Max. Well, kid, you like nails and beams of wood, and I have a little surprise in store for you. I didn't give up. I harassed him with prophetic dreams. One day he couldn't stand it any longer and went to see a very good prophet, John the Baptist. He said, baptize me. I muttered to JB that he shouldn't because that was my son. Jesus had a tantrum saying he had never wanted to be the son of God. The nerve. Did I want to be God? Yes. In fact, I wanted it all. And thus I wanted that too. Jesus ran off crying into the desert, sobbing, Nobody understands me. I don't want to be the son of God. I just want to be a carpenter. He left without telling anyone, without his water bottle, without his lunchbox, nothing. I said he'd give up after a couple of hours, and in any case I was fed up with it, but he held on. This was the son of God, so he sulked like a god. He held on for ten days like that, neither eating nor drinking. Every time I went near him, he turned his head away. I put myself in front of him and nibbled a piece of toast with currant jam and held it out. Want some? It's really good. He says to me, Get thee behind me, demon! But I wasn't trying to tempt you, sonny boy. I wanted to feed you. You make me feel bad. Are you going to stay forty days without eating? You're not Buddha. You know, don't get the religion wrong. With us, it's water into wine, bread galore, and nets full of fish. We like to eat. Fasting cleared his mind. He said to me, Big sorry, Dad. I'd really like to make furniture. I said, You know that they're going to crucify... Ah, it won't be long before you return to paradise. 
And you know what we're missing? Furniture. You can make heaps up here. We started to talk beneath the stars of the desert. He told me that he felt alone, and that was why he'd had a breakdown. Being son of God was really a big responsibility. I told him there was this great film called The Magnificent Seven, and he could do that, find six cool friends, and together they could be the seven emissaries of God. That sounds damn fine, no? He said that The Magnificent Seven sounded a bit like the seven days of the week, and he had to find his own number. He was thinking of 13. I said, Are you sure you don't want to stop at 12? 11 friends and you? 13 isn't a very lucky number. He was stuck on 13 and said, Which friend do you want me to fire? John? He's my best friend. Judas? He's too much fun. I said, Judas, not a bad idea. He's funny now, but you know comedians. They're often very sensitive. You know, he might get some idea in his head and play you a dirty trick someday. He smiled and said that as the son of God, he feared nothing, right? We gave each other a high five, but I wasn't too keen. He hung on to his idea of 13, but I knew the end, and sometimes you can't fight fate. He got his magnificent twelve together, and they went out over the Middle East. Certainly, he had lost quite a bit of time, nearly thirty years, but he caught up quickly. Sonny Boy didn't stop saying things like, You must love. Don't hit each other. Hey, let's break bread. He was made for the job. It was perfect casting. But yes, one day, he got annoyed. He went into Jerusalem, where there stood a temple, and in the courtyard of the temple there were merchants selling little things you could sacrifice. They hadn't lost this stupid belief that when they sacrificed things to me I was going to help them, when actually it made me really sad. Jesus arrived in the temple like a fury and broke everything very violently. Even I didn't know he could break up a wooden stall by chopping it with his hands, with all the columns falling down like a really classy John Woo. The merchants ran off screaming, and I said to Jesus, you came on a bit strong to the merchants, really. You could have just tried to explain things to them. He replied, I destroyed wooden planks. My carpenter past is behind me. It was classy, like a real hero in a western. <laughs>